Hello and welcome to Buildings of Tomorrow. My name is John Lester and in today's episode we'll be discussing some of the market trends with respect to room automation. I'm joined today by Jonathan Copley, a marketing manager for Siemens Smart Infrastructure focused on room automation. Jonathan, thank you for joining us. Oh, thank you, John. It's great to be here. Room automation. What are some of the things that we see changing in the industry with respect uh, to room automation? Actually, there's a lot that's moving right now. Uh, one of them is something that we in Siemens called human-centric or people-centric room automation. Okay. And this, this has been uh, driven by an increasing recognition that the value of people in a building is a hundred times or more the value of the potential energy savings. So is this the, the cost of the people? If you had an office application, the, the cost of the wages is a hundred times more of an impact on a business compared to the others? Yeah, that's right. The, the cost of people's salaries is typically a hundred times the cost of the energy that's okay. consumed in a building, sometimes much more, of course. Okay, beautiful. And when you talk about human-centric automation, what do we talk about? What we're looking at here is controlling the climate in order to maximize the productivity of people and also their general health. And both of these factors, of course, lead to much greater profitability of the organization that employs them. If people are much more alert and uh, they're less absent from the office and generally feeling good, the company that uh, they work for gets much more value and benefit out of them. Perfect. But we still have to worry about energy, right? This is still a focus for us. Yeah, that's absolutely right. What we're also seeing as a trend, mainly in high-end buildings, uh, is um, the control, the integrated control of heating, lighting, uh, and blinds in a way that really um, optimizes the energy consumption of a room. Yeah, right. So the more things that we control and we operate together, the better savings we can find from an energy perspective. Yeah, that's absolutely right. Okay. But there are other, other things, other really big things happening in real estate that are affecting the need for room automation. Mm -hmm. One of them is there's a move to much shorter leases. Uh, in the past, a tenant would take on a, a five or 10, sometimes a 20-year lease. Mm -hmm. But what we're seeing now is that sometimes a company books a space for a day or a week or three months or two years rather than these much longer time uh, spans. So you get a much faster turnover of tenants in mm -hmm. a building and you have to keep adapting that space. Sometimes a meeting room becomes an office space or an office space becomes a kitchen. You really need to adapt very quickly and be flexible. Okay, because every tenant, even if they were both office tenants, as an example, have different needs as well. Yes, that's absolutely right. And just imagine if a, an open plan office space becomes a meeting room, then you need to control it very differently. Meeting rooms have a different uh, occupancy pattern. Sometimes they're absolutely stuffed full of people, yeah. breathing, creating lots of CO2. No yeah. one can breathe anymore. There's always more it's, hot air uh, in a meeting yeah, room, this is for you're sure. You're absolutely yeah, yeah. right, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> okay, so, so you have these, mm -hmm. these trends. Um, now, there's something else that, that we heard of, at least from a European perspective, uh, a directive about the, the control of buildings? Yes, this is something called EPBD, and uh, it's a new regulation re requiring the upgrade of many, many buildings in Europe. It, it relates to buildings over 1,000 uh, square meters, and uh, it's typically uh, relating to the buildings that have lower energy 
efficiency. You have this uh, A, B, C, D uh, class yeah. of energy efficiency. You've probably also seen that on your washing machine or refrigerator at home. Oh, we do the same for buildings. Absolutely. Okay. So Good. if you've got a C or a D building, now there is a law that coming that you have to upgrade it to an A or a B. And this is going to create a big change in demand for room automation, not only primary automation, but also room automation, because you cannot achieve an, a B or, a, or an A without any sort of room automation. This is a, a huge change. Many, many buildings now yeah. all the way across Europe are going to have to be upgraded. Yeah, because it's only been in the, in the last 30 or 40 years that we've really started to think about, about energy and saving energy and being more efficient in the way that we use it, correct? That's right. There are also, of course, the everyday trends that are affecting building automation. We both have mobile phones. Uh, we do, yeah. We both use lots of apps. Yeah. And this is also coming to uh, the employee in an office space. Uh, now the movement is towards, rather than having a little controller on the wall where you turn the temperature up or down or switch the lights on and off, maybe now you have an, an app that you can use to increase or decrease yeah. the temperature, switch off the lights. Um, the younger people especially expect this. Yeah. Uh, so now this is the sort of thing that's being uh, supplied as a standard with automation systems. But if you say interaction is a good thing, you know, it's nice to know what people want and what they're looking for in the room, but this, this must bring a little bit of, of a requirement for additional understanding, control, complexity, or, or at least integration so that you can bring this information into the system. Yes, and this is um, where the, the cloud comes in and digitalization. You, you will not be surprised to know that uh, Siemens is really working hard in the sphere of digitalization, bringing all of these things together, bringing uh, Internet of Things into the room, really riding this wave to create greater and greater value for our customers. So we have market trends that are coming from many different directions with focuses on energy, with focuses on, on the environment around us and how it affects our work and how it affects our health. And also this same push for technology and the integration of the building into our day-to-day -day lives. Yeah, and I, it's also interesting to consider uh, the idea of the connected building. Up to now, only a very small number of buildings have been connected to the cloud. Mm -hmm. But we in Siemens, we see the future, maybe in five or 10 years will be that pretty much all buildings will be connected to the cloud. And that creates all sorts of opportunities for, for services, of course, but also making buildings much more efficient and more effective. An example could be uh, that you will be able from some remote location to see what's happening in a building, uh, to adjust parameters, to correct faults, um, also to uh, save energy. A, a whole range of different things are possible through this remote access. So bringing all of these amazing new features mm -hmm. into the room, but then also being able to maintain and adapt and, and augment their operation on a more regular basis so they operate even better and better as we get more information. That's absolutely right. It's an exciting world, John. Amazing. Thank you. And thank you all for joining us here on Buildings of Tomorrow. Please feel free to like, comment or share this episode and ensure to subscribe to us here on this channel. We'll see you again soon.